I was born on July 27th. That makes me a Leo. I don't really know what that means. I'm five foot six, I weigh 145 pounds, I don't know how to swim, and I'm a sucker for a girl with a nice smile and clean sneakers. I'm still learning how to whisper. I'm often loud in places where I should be quiet. I'm often quiet in places where I should be loud. I was born feet first, and I've been backwards ever since. I like ginger ale. A lot. I've been told that I give really bad hugs. People say it feels like I'm trying to escape. Sometimes it's because I am. Secretly, I get really nervous every time someone gets close enough to hear me breathe. I have this odd fascination with things like sandcastles and ice sculptures. I assume it's because I usually find myself dedicating time to things that will only last a few moments. That's also why I tend to fall in love with women who will never love me back. I know it sounds crazy, but it's actually much easier than it seems. And to be honest, I think it's safer that way. See, relationships, they often remind me that I'm not afraid of heights or falling, but I'm scared of what's going to happen the moment that my body hits the ground. I'm clumsy. Yesterday, I tripped over my self-esteem. I landed on my pride, and it shattered like an iPhone with a broken face. Now, I can't even tell who's trying to give me a compliment. I've never been in the military, but I have this purple heart. I got it from beating myself up over things I can't fix. I know this sounds weird, but sometimes, I wonder what my bedsheets say about me when I'm not around. I wonder what the curtains would do if they found out about all the things I've done behind their backs. I've got a hamper that's overflowing with really, really loud mistakes and a graveyard in my closet. I'm afraid that if I let you see my skeletons, you'll grind my bones into powder and get high on my fault lines. Hi. My name is Rudy. I enjoy frozen yogurt, people watching, and laughing for absolutely no reason at all but I don't allow myself to cry as often as I need to. I have solar power confidence. I have a battery-operated smile. My hobbies include editing my life story, hiding behind metaphors, and trying to convince my shadow that I'm someone worth following. I don't know much, but I do know this. I know heaven is full of music. I know God listens to my heartbeat on his iPod. It reminds him that we still got work to do. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries podcast where facts are facts and opinions. They simply hurt people's feelings. It's J. It's Willie F. The F stands for... Far away. Far away as we bring this podcast to you via Dallas-Houston connection. I'm away on business. Willie's fucking off somewhere. And we still had to do something. And... We haven't done this in a while, is, is, is a 20 for 20. We had them going on a while back, but haven't done anyone for a while. But, you know, when the topic hits you, and apparently it hit Welly, that, you know, you need to just kind of hone in on one topic and one subject and discuss it, this is what you end up with. So yeah. what, are we, what are we on today? Uh, we're on, uh, I guess, integrity, honesty, um, being blunt, being 100, being real, um, it's important listening to that um, listening to that poem and hearing that guy be super honest like that it, it, it was it was both funny and liberating at the same time and with that being said it just it makes so much sense because who doesn't want to be liberated from uh, you know a cage of lies or or a or a cage of basically 
compromising your your true self in order to you know be accepted by society. Me personally, I felt like that poem was eighty five percent my life. I figured that's why you sent it to me. I, I kind of laugh. Uh, uh, laugh. Like I listened to it, like damn, that's 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 me. And the scary part about it is that sometimes, more often than not, I don't feel that I'm living my whole truth. I'm going through the motions of of, of what society expects me to do or what I've the what I've expect myself to do to fit into society and so therefore I'm not really being honest with myself and I feel like when you're not being honest with yourself you're not being honest with the people around you like I don't think there's one person on this earth that knows everything about me it's not possible I mean it's not I mean it would be scary for somebody to know every single you know bit and piece about you. I mean, it's even scary to, to think about the fact that God knows everything about you or whatever higher being that is watching. I mean, just to think about somebody watching you and somebody actually seeing you raw, uncut, like the Truman Show, like that is crazy. And it's that. And, and when you think about it in that aspect, you're like, hold on, that, that that's why people, it's, it's hard for some people to be honest. And kind of like I spoke on last week, I mean, not only is it hard to be honest because it makes you uncomfortable, but at the same time, it's hard to be honest because a lot of times when you're being honest to certain people, they take it a certain way and it scares you away from being that truthful person. And, and when it comes to being honest, it's not solely being honest in what you tell people. It's it's being honest to yourself. Like At times, I might feel like, oh, I don't want to be in this situation, but I know if I don't put myself in this situation, it's going to negatively affect the people around me it's going to hurt their feelings more than any kind of physical harm it's going to do to them and so therefore you kind of say oh yeah yeah i'll do that for you or i'll i'll take that or 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 do whatever because you don't want to be honest enough and hurt their feelings so you you kind of i personally i'll take that hit so that your feelings will be spared because i feel like i can handle it It's, it's nothing major to me interesting interesting as time goes on though it's funny when you said um it, you know they're they're basically more emotionally hurt than they are physical, and as time goes on, as we've gotten older, I mean, do you think that emotional pain is almost worse than you know breaking your arm and or you know twisting your ankle? You, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, would you rather go through heartbreak or would you rather you know, damn, I, I you know, I, I sprained a calf muscle or you know, I I twisted my wrist? That's a tough call, actually, because heart there's nothing like heartbreak. Like I think exactly. I think the closest thing to heartbreak is death. I mean, it's so I mean, so just think about the fact that you may have the power to do that simply by your actions or your words. I mean, you get into a car accident and it's like you you get into a car accident, you break some, you go to a doctor and the doctor tells you, "Hey man, 3 months you'll be back to normal. A little, a little, you know, therapy or whatever here and there, but you'll be back to normal. You'll be able to use your use your wrist again, use your hand again. But when you go through a heartbreak because of somebody lying to you, being cheated on, being whatever, there is no time frame on that. And that shit is kind of tough to deal with when you think about it. And when you know that you have the power to put somebody through something that doesn't have an uh, a, a finite time to where it's like, oh, I know for a fact in four months I'm going to be good. I'm going to be back out there hoeing again. You, you can't say that. No, not at all. It's, it's, not, it's, it's not, it's not, you just don't, you just don't know because emotions, they're a beast. To, to me, it's always been better the, to pull the Band-Aid off than to take out the stitches. 
Like if you've if you've gotten into something so severe and something so long that it's stitched up, and now you're you're cutting stitches out and then pulling the wire out of the skin, like that's a more painful pro- process than if I rip this bandaid off right now and let it air out while it's in its early stages and go ahead and get that gunk out of it, put the peroxide out of it, clean it, then step away and just let it heal on its own. That's a that's a more welcoming experience than the to go through a, the heartbreak of of ending a, a five year relationship when two years ago you knew this isn't where you wanted to be you were just waiting on an out or staying at a dead end job for five years and three years in you knew this isn't where you wanted to be but you were too lazy to or too coward to be honest with yourself and be honest with the people you work with like you know you know this might be the shit for y'all but this isn't what it, what life is for me. You definitely painted a, a disgusting picture. Um, I don't know what you're going through over there, young man, but um, I didn't need to hear all that. I'm the Grim Reaper. Uh, <laughs> clearly. But no, no, I feel you, though. I mean, I mean, people love to avoid pain. People love to people love to avoid, avoid pain to the point where they, they coddle people for too long. And, and a lot of times... No matter what people say, their their actions don't align with the fact that they really, truly value honesty. And um, as I'm sitting here and I'm and I'm thinking about um, how the guy was basically he said he said something along the lines of you know I basically you know when I when I meet people I'm like I'm I'm ready to go and like you kind of can sense when you meet a new person that's like more introverted. You could sense, you know, uncomfortable people or people that are, you know, not in a comfort zone and, oh, you know, their palms are sweaty. You know, they they're kind of, you know, they fall back a little bit. You could sense those things. So when you're telling somebody the truth and being blunt with them, a lot of times the person's reaction is something that they don't even sense themselves. Only I, the, the, the sender, is able to sense the fact that my truth just made you uncomfortable. And I think if more people were able to to connect with the fact that, hey, when when you when somebody tells you some real shit, your reaction or your body language goes a, a, a certain way and the vibe goes all wrong. And, and, and for the most part, I truly believe that that causes a real big issue in relationships, friendships, you know, whether it's coworkers, classmates, whatever, that causes a lot of friction because so many people don't do not know what their natural responses are to honesty. And so many people just don't know how to handle honesty that instead of, you know, it could be something light, like say, bro, what you, what you think of my, my last podcast? And you know, it, it was all right. I mean, I really didn't listen to the whole thing. Well, damn, my nigga, if you don't support me, then you don't support me. Like that's cool. You know, next time, you know, and you just go off the cliff. Like people don't, understand that you know even if it's something opinion based or something factual that you I don't I'm I can't say that you need to be able to handle it cuz people can handle shit the way they want to handle it but over and above all you got to know that 9 times out of 10 is not the end of the world hey it's funny that you say that man like I had a conversation today with a coworker, and they, they I hadn't seen him in a while, and they asked me, did I see the movie? It, we, he always asked me about movies. And uh, I, I made a bold statement, you know, because I know him. And I was like, shit, for me, you know, it was one of the top three movies I've seen this year, you know, probably probably movie of the year so far to me. And uh, 
he automatically like went into defense mode. Like, nah, it was a good movie, dog, but it, it wasn't that great, dog. It wasn't that great. And I'm just like, hold on, my nigga. <laughs> First of all, I just told you an opinion. I told you my truth. I told you what I felt was, you know, was was it was it, my soul felt it, and that's what I, that's that's me. So when I sit there and tell somebody an opinion, and it seems like because a lot of I mean, and it's just an opinion, but all in all, it's an opinion coming coming from from a place of personal experience. So it can be debated on whether it's a fact or not. But either way it goes, it's my truth. And when I'm telling somebody my truth, and they react to it that way it's hard for me to want to actually have that type of conversation with him again. Cause I mean, after a while, I mean, I may want to do it two or three times, but after a while it gets kind of old. It's almost like compromising. It's like you can only compromise for a person for so long until you lose yourself. And that's, and that's why, I mean, we always end up talking about relationships. I don't know why, I guess that's just the stage that we are in our lives, but that's why I think that honesty is so important in a relationship and it's not just, Oh, I'm not cheating on you. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. But it's also about those little nuances that, that I, for lack of a better word, get on your nerves. I was listening to this um, podcast called No Boundaries Podcast. It had an old episode called The Tipping Point. And um, <laughs> like that. Like that. Golly. And in that episode, they talk about how stuff just adds up and to the point where small things become major things. And if you address those things honestly from the forefront, then you won't get there. Like if you say, oh, well, you know, I really don't like that you walk in the house and you just leave your shoes right there. Honest statement. You know, okay, cool. I know babe doesn't like me for, like for me to leave my shoes right there. I won't do it. So, but if, you, if it's you leaving your shoes at the front door and then it's that you don't make the bed when you get out of it and you don't put your towel in the hamper, you, you know, like those little things add up and then it blows up and then it seems like, damn, our whole relationship is a problem. But the only problem is you're not addressing the little nuances. And also when it comes to addressing those little nuances, the receiver can't just be like, what the fuck, and shut completely down. Like, hey, babe, I don't like when, you know, you leave your shoes at the door. Well, hell, you don't want me. You don't want me to be here either. Like, I mean, I came here and need shoes, <laughs> so you don't like me leaving the shoes at the door. You obviously don't like me coming through the door because the shoes come with me, you know. And then it's just this whole thing. It's like, whoa, chill out. Like, I was I wasn't saying that. And then people like to, that's when people like to sneak other shit in too that they haven't been honest about. And another thing, you know, I don't like it when you talk to your mama about me, you know. And then it just comes to this whole thing. You got to be able to to embrace this honesty as it happens. Don't let something happen on Saturday and then you don't talk about it till Wednesday. And then be like, well, you know, honestly, I, it, it hurt my feelings when you did that Saturday. Must didn't hurt him that fucking much because we made it all the way to Wednesday before we talked about it. That passive aggressiveness, I, I learned, I lost, I lost a. Uh... I lost a lot of people through passive, passive aggressiveness, passive aggressiveness, and it's ineffective for the most part. Like, you you can't be passive aggressive like that, and, and all it's. And to be honest, you know, passive aggressive, passive aggressiveness is, is kind of secretive, and it's it's holding the truth in. So passive aggressiveness, it's just it, it ain't what's up. So and, and we're all passive aggressive to a certain extent. I don't want to sit course. here and, and and sit on on high like I'm holier than thou. I'm passive aggressive about a lot of things, and and I think they'll blow over. But then at the same time, I just kind of sit there and I stew on them and I fester on them. So at that point, it's obviously something more than I thought it thought it should be. Of course, uh, and, and that's I mean that's the point of this episode. And I feel like 
just imagine if more people just really sat around and talked about the value of being honest. With me, like I said, I, I obviously had an epiphany when I thought about the um, how people react to honesty is what, you know, it scares honesty. I mean, it scares people away. But also the Kevin Hart situation. I hate celebrity gossip, of course, but I kind of feel like everybody else's reaction to it was probably worse than Aniko's reaction. It's like, every, I mean, obviously people are being assholes about it and they're picking on them. But at the same time, what, the, the one response I received from her was, you know, side pieces come with the territory. And I kind of feel like she's not necessarily taking up for him. But to me, it's 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 almost like, I mean, she knows her husband. And not only was he truthful to her, he was truthful to the world because he knows that, I mean, he's a he's a he's a public figure but at the same time i look at that video and i'm like you know it made him uncomfortable <laughs> you know what i mean like we've seen kevin hart raw on stage in front of thousands of people and this particular moment when he was just simply being honest about something that he wasn't proud of you could see the discomfort in him you know what i mean and he was probably in the room by himself right on the phone but he knew how many, I mean, probably in the back of his mind, he knows that, you know, 19 million people, I don't know how many people follow him on Instagram or whatever, but he knew how many people could see it. But my point is, it's 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 all about the end, the end goal, what people need to realize. It's a weight that you're putting off your shoulder. It's like you said, it's 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 ripping the bandaid off. It's not worth keeping it all in because at the end of the day, I mean, you know what? Could, you know what's done in the dark is gonna come to light, and it's just, it's it's not worth it. It's it's like a fucking it's like a fucking earthquake. It's like a volcano or some shit. But but yeah, and, and that's how I feel. Like like I mentioned in the last episode, like even if you don't tell me or if I don't tell you, eventually it's gonna come up, and eventually it's gonna be right there in my face, and I'm not gonna be able to ignore it. You're not gonna be able to ignore it, and that's why for me, anyways, that lying is such a difficult thing because. I don't remember well enough to keep up a lie. So it's just easier for me to be honest. And plus, if I lie, I'm t- I'm kind of one of those people that try to make this whole elaborate lie. <laughs> where where it where it involves making it harder on myself where it involves um me running into Robert Downey Jr. and he's telling me about being Tony Stark and then Jay-Z just happened to be at the party and we was like, "Whoa, ho, bust a trap." And like, you know, it's a b- bunch of pointless information and it's just this whole elaborate lie that, you know, if you just told the truth, bam, this is what it is. You t- take it or leave it. And I'm I'm definitely at the age I'm at, I'm definitely in the take it or leave it category. Like this is what it is. You take it or leave it. Like it, you can get past it or you can't, but you know, this is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Real talk. Uh, I know we were running out of time. I was looking at this, uh, blind date thing. And I think it was, yeah, I forgot what it was. I forgot where I saw it, but, uh, they were like back. They were, I don't know if they call it type of blind dating, but they were sitting in a room and their backs were to each other. And, um, the girl asked to do, you know, what's um, what's something that you that you do that you don't you wouldn't tell most people. And he was like, you know, uh, sometimes I think about killing people. And I was, just, <laughs> I was like, my nigga, her reaction to that truth was was on point because it was like, you gotta laugh at that. But I know for a fact that one, it made him uncomfortable to say it, and. Two, he knew how ridiculous he sounded, but 
at that moment, she was like, I can't fuck with this guy. But that's just, that's what comes with the territory of being honest. You may lose people. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I just kind of felt like that was funny. How much time do we have? We we got time. And and oh, okay. and just just to, just to throw that on there is like um, when you're being honest with people, like if you've done something to hurt that person, and you're being on and being honest with them, you think that it would hurt them even more. It's kind of like you really didn't even care about that person, if that makes any sense. Honestly, because like mean, if if it's if it's a struggle for you to be honest with them, and it's you know, and you've already hurt them, and now you're lying to them. It's like how much did you really care about them? A, you went out and hurt them, and B, now you're lying to them about it. I mean, and that's that's kind of why I give Kevin Hart his kudos. Like, he got caught up in something, and he's like, you know, I already talked to my family. I talked to the kids. You know, now I'm, t- I'm telling y'all this is what happened. Like, it, it, w- it was never him out there, oh, no, this ain't happened. This ain't happened. And even with Jay-Z and, and Beyonce, like, it came out, but it wasn't like, you know, he was out there denying it. You know, he just addressed it in his own time. I mean, and since everybody idolizes celebrities, those are the only examples that I have. Oh no 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 no! I mean, and you're right though, um, and that's. I think I think that's. On that note, even though I'm probably gonna go off on a tangent, I'm gonna just say that's that's a problem I have with a lot of people. They they they're not honest with themselves about, you know, who they get their style from, who they look up to, you know, things like that. I kind of feel like if society was more honest about where they got their ideologies from, it would make it would make shit a lot a lot simpler because most people most people will know who they're dealing with. I mean, if you if you're a person that like truly follows Jay Z or truly follows Kevin Hart, it'd probably be easy for a person to be like, okay, I kind of know what to expect from you because these are the people you idolize, these are the people you follow. So subconsciously, you're gonna be like them. Jay Z made see. big pimping. Kevin Hart in his book talks about cheating on his first wife all the time. And I see, I ain't never read that book. I remember one episode you told me you read that book, uh, and that's interesting. I, I didn't even know that. I didn't know what happened with his first situation. A lot of people just said that, oh, he's a dark-skinned guy. He left his wife for a light-skinned woman. That's pretty much all I ever heard. And that's, I was like, that's I where guess the slander so. comes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, man, I mean, that's his rib. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just saying. I mean, she don't seem like she's going nowhere. Say. And a lot of people, a lot of people are probably saying she probably did the same thing to him. Karma's a motherfucker, man. It is. It is. If you believe in things like that. I don't believe in coincidences yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. I, I, the older you get, it's hard to believe in coincidences, man. It's just, some shit just, some shit just don't add up. And some shit just add up to the point where it's like, hold on now. It, it gotta be a higher power out there somewhere that's, you know, that's making this happen. But shit, hey. Shit don't just happen. Shit happens for a reason. It's courtesy, that's courtesy of Jada Kiss, by the way. Oh, that's a, that's a much better quote. I fuck with that quote. I fuck with Change of Kiss. All right, bro. We, yes, we, we running up against the buzzer. What you got? Oh, okay. You got words of advice? This whole thing was my words of advice. Be honest. Just just yeah. be honest. Be be honest and, and be true to yourself. I'm like, Matter of fact, go back and listen to the poem at the beginning of this again and, and just do that. See how liberating that is. Yeah, basically. Uh, I have to piggyback off that. I'll just say, you know, look at Kevin Hart's situation and Think about the, the moves that you're making now and ask yourself, are you ready to be that nigga that's finna be straight up honest about some shit that make you uncomfortable? If you ain't ready to be that nigga or that female, then you may want to reconsider the moves you're making because shit finna get real. Really real. Really real. Don't, that... don't, 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 don't bite off me, bro. 
You say what you say, I say what I say, all right? Say, this is this has actually been pretty good that I haven't had to sit here and look at your ugly face. <laughs> and I'm just wow. being honest. Yeah, that's, that, that, that makes a lot of sense, man. I think uh, we should do this more often because sitting across from you is, it's uh, it gets annoying after a while. I can understand that. And that's why these shows are only an hour. That's, a, that's as much as I can stand. Yeah, when they go over an hour, dog, I really, really, really be wanting to like just get up and still off on you, but it is what it is. We usually, we usually be in an environment where I can't get hostile, so you get lucky. Nah, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> when you have skills, luck happens. <laughs> JC quote, boom. Oh, and with that being God. said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But. Ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?